Hello and welcome to Book Talk. At Book Talk, we get to have an author come and tell us about uh, their book. And today we have a great guest with us who's going to tell us about something very important in our life, something that we call money. <laughs> and I don't know whether you've been having issues with money yourself, but uh, our guest today is going to tell us how to do it, how to get it, how to save it, how to avoid debt. And I'm not going to take one more minute because those are very important things that we should already be discussing. So I'm going to welcome our guest today to the show, who is none other than Karen Ford. Welcome to the show, Karen. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. How about you? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. So where are you right now, if we would like to know? I am in the state of West Virginia in the USA. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, today we are going to be talking about money of the book that you've written, known as Money Matters, Motivation, Methods, and Manners for Increase. Yes. Everybody needs money, Anthony. You got to have money to live. You got to have money to eat. You got to have money. You have to have money. <laughs> yeah. So I entitled that book Money Matters because money really does matter. And that book talks about all the matters surrounding about money. Mm -hmm. and that's beautiful. And uh, it, it's, it's always a sensitive uh, issue. I mean, as, as I've encountered it, because uh, it's not something that is always taught in our schools, uh, money. We are taught about uh, how to cook we are taught about how to do mathematics but uh, how to manage every single day uh, with our money i mean it's not something that is paid much uh, right. interest on that's right mm -hmm. yeah mm. you know the number one way really to control your money and your finances is the word budget okay. <laughs> A lot of times people don't like that word. They treat it as if it's a curse word, but it really isn't because it puts you in the driver's seat with your money. Yeah. If, you know, people that don't budget have no control over their money. And they're the kind of people that you have so much money in your pocket or your wallet at the beginning of the week. And if you don't budget at the end of the week, you look in your pocket or wallet and think, what happened to all that money that was in there? Well, chances are you're probably not budgeting because if you budget, Mm -hmm. You know exactly where it's going. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when you don't budget, it will always find its way out. I don't know how it well, does that. <laughs> that's why they call it currency. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like a river current. It's always moving, and it will leave you if you let it. <laughs> oh, and that's oh, that's wonderful to know. So it, that's why they call it the current the currency. Current. It's it's, it's current. moving. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Interesting, and and then. Um, yeah, uh, for those of uh, people who may not know that uh, you are a master financial coach, tell us a bit more about yourself. Where you, I mean, where you were born, if that's where you're living already, how you grew up, a bit about um, the way okay. and, and your experience with money as you're growing up and as you started. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm one of seven children. So with my mom and dad in the house, there were nine of us. Uh, we didn't have a lot of the extras. I mean, I know today some kids have their own iPhone, their own iPad, their own computer. If we were growing up today like we were then, I would not have any of that. So we just didn't have all of the bells and the whistles and the extras like that that other kids have today. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that our dad taught us was, 
you know, you're going to go to work. So, you know, he taught us, you go to work. I had a little TV guide route as a, as a child. My brothers had uh, newspaper routes. And anyway, he taught us the value of money. And if you want something, you need to work hard for it and make money. Mm -hmm. uh, I did become a registered nurse, uh, but I don't practice as a nurse now. And I know that some people are thinking, wow, how did you go from being a nurse to a financial coach? And I actually had a friend of mine tell me about seven or eight years ago, he said, Karen, you're really good with money and numbers. I think you ought to get some more training. So mm -hmm. I did, and I fell in love with it. Um, and I look at it like this. As a nurse, I helped people get healthy physically. But as a nurse, I help people get healthy financially. And let's face it. If you have money problems, you probably have stress. And stress can cause a lot of health problems. It can cause high blood pressure. It can cause heart issues. I mean, if you have stress in your life, you probably have some health issues. Mm. So to get rid of stress is to get rid of the money problems. And that's where I come in. And it's a big problem world over. And especially now that we are having these stories every single day of uh, there's a war happening. So uh, the prices are adjusting upwards. Right. I mean, right. And, and everything else. I mean, they, they will always find an excuse of why things are not working. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I like one thing that you've mentioned there uh, uh, that I many of the people may not um, get this picture. Uh, okay. Karen, you're so good with numbers. I think you should get more education. <laughs> yes. No, we, we think that if we are good, then we are good and we don't have to have any more education. We don't have to get uh, more uh, knowledge of anything that we are good at. So it's good that you put that as, uh, put oh, us into that perspective. Absolutely. I mean, mm -hmm. we're never all that, you know, and a bag of chips. I mean, we're never, we never come to a place where we know everything. Yeah. So, you know, knowledge increases. So mm -hmm. I know what I know, but I don't know what you know. So I'm going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people need to, and, and it's very easy. I mean, the internet has made it very easy to learn. You can listen to wonderful podcasts like this, mm -hmm. you know, radio station, read some books. I have four books. You know, there's lots of ways where you can educate yourself and it doesn't have to be very expensive. So, mm -hmm. You know, we never outgrow our learning. We're, we can always learn and grow mm -hmm. in whatever it is that we need to. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And it's good that we have authors like you who bring us the information and the knowledge that we need to acquire. So oh, well, thank you. And I'm, I'm curious, and maybe the listener is also curious, what are the other books? Oh, <laughs> well, the first one I ever wrote, the title was way too long. Uh, it's called 31 Days to a Greater Understanding of Money. <laughs> but if you type in Money Matters, Karen Ford on Amazon, all my books are on Amazon. It, the other books will show up as well. But the 31 Days book is a 31 day devotional. Mm -hmm. And you know, you can read an, a chapter a day. It only takes you probably less than five minutes. It's a good way to start off your day. Mm -hmm. Another book I wrote was Money Nuggets, and it's got great quotes in it. it. makes you think about money a little differently. And then the last book I have written 
uh, is called You Can Do It. And that has to do with real estate investing, whether you want to buy and sell, buy and rent, buy and flip, all of it. So mm. those are the those are the four books. But the one that most people are most interested in, if they want to get out of debt, if they want to learn to properly budget, because just because you budget doesn't mean you do it properly, or if you want to build wealth, Money Matters is the book. Yeah, beautiful. And we are glad to know that you've done such beautiful books. And you mentioned a word there that I usually hear when I go for Bible study. I'm a Christian. Yes, <laughs> I am too. Devotional. I mean, you say it's devotional. Has it got yeah. something to do with the, the, the I mean, uh, I'm, and when I look at the titles of your book, The Money Matters, there's a question there. Does God want me to be prosperous? Right. Tell yes. us, tell the, us about the that. The answer to that question is yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because in Deuteronomy 8.28, it says he has given us power to get wealth. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't say he gives us wealth. It says he gives us power to get wealth. Yeah. So all of us have been given that power to get wealth, but it's up to us to utilize it. Mm -hmm. You know, are we giving? Are we working? So many people don't work. They just want to sit at home and, and you're not, you know, that's, that's, you know, we don't even want to go there. Being lazy is not going to gain you one thing. It's actually going to cost you. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Proverbs is filled with scriptures. A lazy man, poverty will chase him all his life. I mean, come on. If yeah. you want poverty, be lazy, don't work, and you will have poverty. You know, but it's important to work. I mean, one of the things that got, one of the very first commandments that God gave Adam and Eve was tend the garden, mm -hmm. you know, be fruitful and multiply. He wasn't just talking about having children. He was talking about being fruitful in your life and, and work and work is good. That happened. That instruction happened before they, they ever fell and work is good. In fact, the new Testament says, if a man doesn't work, neither should he eat. Mm -hmm. So the apostle Paul said that. So it's important that we know that God's will for us is that we prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. Sickness doesn't come from God. Poverty doesn't come from God. So why would we want to have anything to do with it? Mm -hmm. So, you know, everything bad comes from the enemy. Everything good comes from God. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I like the fact that it's not just about believing, but it's right believing and moving into action like you talk of uh, not just staying there all day watching tv and doing nothing but <laughs> getting getting out there and doing something with your hands to make it um that's and, right yeah that's the commission go out there and do something right. multiply. well and you just said something interesting about believing and absolutely we can believe but mm -hmm. we also have to do uh because it says you know do not, you know, be doer, let's see here, be doers of the word and not hearers only mm -hmm. for deceive themselves. So we open ourselves up to deception if we just believe. Faith is an action. So it's not enough that we just believe. We have to put some feet to our faith. Mm -hmm. So if I believe that I should give, you know, tithes and offerings, then that means I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> If I believe that if I don't work, I shouldn't eat, but if I do work, I should eat, 
then I'm going to do it. So it's much more than just believing. We have to be a doer. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. You have to be a doer. You have to be a doer. And then, and then there's this other side of the coin. Now we are talking to someone who may just be beginning to think about how to make money and how to save, how to grow there. But then there's this person who's done things maybe he didn't have a budget maybe he got uh, wrong financial advice and yeah. he found himself in the negatives and, and we are talking of thousands of dollars in debt and 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 how, how do we start getting out of there and and i see you uh, i hear your story you've helped someone with uh, over 80 credit cards no. 86 they had 86 cards yeah <laughs> How do you start getting out of debt? I mean, when you find yourself way in the negative and then you are looking forward to grow into the positive side of things. Well, first of all, first of all, it doesn't matter what kind of situation you're in. Your situation is not hopeless. Mm -hmm. Certainly, it's a lot easier and very easy to get into debt. I mean, you can go into debt overnight. I mean, look at the phone. You can purchase things in a moment's notice. You can go into thousands of dollars into debt mm -hmm. just using your phone. So it's very easy and quick to get into debt. Now, unfortunately, it, you, you may be able to get into debt overnight, but you're probably not going to get out of debt overnight. So you have to exercise some patience. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. If you got into debt, you can certainly get out of debt. And I teach what's called the debt snowball approach, where you list your debts from smallest to largest on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And let's say your smallest debt is $50 and your payment is $25 a month. Well, in two months, that debt's gone, right? That mm -hmm. credit card payment is done. It's gone. What are you going to do with that $25 a month extra that you don't have to spend on that credit card now where well, you're not going to spend it you're not going to save it you're going to apply that 25 dollars a month to the next debt along with its minimum payment so let's say the next payment you have uh, on that list is another credit card and that credit card has a hundred dollars on it and your payment is fifty dollars a month well you already paid the 25 dollars a month credit card off you're going to add 25 dollars to that 50 dollars payment so now you're going to pay $75 a month until that card is paid off. Mm -hmm. Then the $75 a month that you no longer have on those credit cards, you're going to apply to the next debt along with this minimum payment. It's a debt snowball approach. It speeds up. It gets bigger. And you're going to see that this approach works. Certainly, you have to still exercise patience, but it does work. Mm. And that is how you get out of debt. <laughs> And I believe it takes a lot of discipline to just go through that. Now, and, and, and uh, but, but I think this is why we have uh, the title coach on you. So that, uh, <laughs> if someone finds himself uh, stuck and doesn't know where to go, he can right. always come back to you and ask you, hey, how do you go about this? How do, right. you, how do you maintain a program? And, and how do you stick to what you said you will do until right. you succeed? That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, then you talk about not getting into passive 
not not getting being passive on your income and i'm always hearing about passive income and i guess there's someone who's listening out there that gets confused about the two you talk about get passive income then you say okay this could be an english issue <laughs> well it doesn't mean that you're passive <clears throat> excuse me active income is where you're actively working yeah it's money mm -hmm. passive income is you put your money to work whether it's through investments whether it's through a retirement account whether you're buying real estate and maybe you're going to buy a little house and you're going to rent it out that mm -hmm. means you're going to have a passive income every month hey i just spoke at a church in new jersey and they have acres and acres and acres of land and they rent that land uh and they make money by renting the land for people to grow corn on it mm -hmm. so the church isn't being charged you know they're not they're making money every single month because they're renting that income or renting that land out for a monthly income mm -hmm. yes 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 income yes and when you say now don't be passive about your income now this is don't don't yeah, be active about getting right. your, your, your income yeah. and work on something that is going to give you money once you're through with the what you're being active. That's right. <laughs> being actively going after the money. And uh, then we are, I mean, we are responsible people. We are those of you of us who are listening on the podcast. And uh, most of us are over 18. We have a ID, we, we, we got our jobs. And at what point do we start uh, passing this knowledge to the young individual? Hey, you can start teaching your children at the age of two. Mm -hmm. Teach them the value of money. And what do I mean by that? You know, a little two-year-old can fold little washcloths. It's not going to be perfect, no, but you can teach them. It's going to give them good self-esteem, and you can give them a penny or a nickel or a dime or something for doing that. Teach them that work is good. Teach them mm -hmm. to have a work ethic even at a young age because the sooner they realize, hey, when I become an adult, I need to go to work. I need to have a job. The better off they're going to be. And have them do chores in your home. The parents shouldn't be doing everything. Mm. You know, I can remember uh, being 12 years old. I was vacuuming. I was cleaning. I was babysitting. I was, I was doing things that sometimes I got paid for and sometimes I didn't get paid for. But I was taught to have a work ethic. Mm. And it's beautiful. We hear that from you. Now, it's, it's strange these days because... Uh, that could be termed, given another term today. If I find your kids working, <laughs> some yeah. people say, oh, this work. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's good to that we have that idea of um, making our kids knowledgeable and, and putting them in line to be responsible people from a young age, knowing that money does not come from trees, as we usually That's hear. Right. Yeah, it That's comes right. from you putting some adding some value in the marketplace and get getting compensated for the value yes. that you put, bring to the marketplace that's right yeah so for those of you who may be joining us right now we are talking about money 
is from a book, Money Matters, written by Karen Ford, and you can always find it on Amazon, Money Matters. And um, if we want to connect with you, Karen, how can we do that? Well, all my books are on Amazon, but you can also connect with me on my website, which is karenford.org, karenford.org. Mm, that's www.karenford.org. Go and follow up with Karen and learn more about money. Learn how to be careful with your money. Learn how to grow your money and learn That's how right. to avoid being in debt from Karen. Right. Or come out of debt if you're already there. And, that's it. And that's why we have Karen with us here. So we really thank you for uh, this and for taking your time to come and present your book to us. And uh, that's about it for today. But before we go, at Book Talk, we always ask uh, the author to leave us with a few words that we can always remember. And this is your time, Karen. Budget puts you in the driver's seat with your money. And it doesn't matter how much debt you have, you can get out of debt. Oh, so go out there and budget and get out of debt if you're there. That's right. So thank you very much, Karen. We are honored to have you on our podcast. And uh, I've been you. Host, Anthony Morore. And together with Karen, we are saying bye for now. Bye bye. Thank you. Yeah, welcome.